0: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's quick and dirty tips for a more polite life. I love sports. I love playing sports, watching sports, talking about sports, reading about sports. Pretty much anything that involves the word sports, I'm all in. In fact, as I record this, I just got home from the Baltimore Orioles game, and it was fantastic! A great win. However, Working in a large office setting, I'm able to chat with like-minded coworkers about sports all of the time. Even if a sports conversation gets a little heated, as I discussed in my episode, Proper Office Sports Celebration, I still love the fact that sports is being discussed. I just wish people would read that article before letting their tempers flare. But I digress. Even though I love talking about sports while at work, I realize that adding sports activities into my work can make things a bit dicey. And that's because sometimes playing sports with your colleagues actually backfires. Team building can turn into team division. So before you lace up your cleats and toss around the old pigskin, check out my top three quick and dirty tips for proper office sports etiquette. Tip number one, improper recruitment. Office sports programs generally come in one of two distinct identities. The casual league, welcoming any and all employees, and the win-or-die leagues, with stricter recruiting practices than most cutthroat professional teams. The first type is pretty easy to handle. If you want to play, great. If you don't, or can't, it's still nice to attend a game from time to time and support your colleagues. Take my friend Jonathan, who worked for a company of over 2,500 employees, with an office softball league of 20 teams. Each season, they duke it out for the coveted trophy, and of course, ranking rights. Not only does each team's captain, who is usually a manager, comb the office like a dog in heat, looking for potential players, and hiring managers even go as far as to bring up the league in job interviews to gauge if the candidate had an athletic background. In case you're wondering, yes, this is totally improper and pretty shady. So when it surfaced that Jonathan played Division I baseball, he was not only approached right away, but was left with no choice but to participate. He was courted by multiple managers who made it clear that he could get ahead in the job by joining their team. He folded under the pressure, chose a team, and quickly became the star player. However, due to the attention he was getting from managers, his co-workers became jealous. Not his fault, but the manager's desire to win alienated Jonathan from his peers. Moreover, when he struck out for the first time at bat, all the respect and attention from his superiors came crashing down, leaving him with zilch. Here's a case of a distinguished company putting a recreational activity above the progress and professionalism of its business. One thing that must be made clear, the only people who get paid for their athletic ability, well, are, wait for it, wait for it, that's right, professional athletes. So unless you work for a pro team as an athlete, you should not be too worried about how cutthroat the sports competition is in your workplace. If you can throw out a guy at home from center field, well, that's fantastic. But what really matters is how you perform at your job. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Our front to William. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com.
1: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out. To the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance.
0: Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Tip number two. You don't have to play to be a team player. Office sports leagues are meant to build camaraderie and encourage employees to bond outside the job. However, many people feel that if they don't agree to participating in the office sporting event, they will be labeled a poor sport. Pun intended. This isn't true. If you don't want to stake your professional reputation on how far you can throw a ball, you can still be a team player without being the star of the team. Simply showing up to a game to cheer on your team is a simple and fun way to take part, so is offering to bring water or snacks for the players. As well, attend the happy hour or dinner after the game to catch up and review the game's highlights. And if you really want to be a non-playing member of the team, take it one step further and offer to be the event organizer. This way, you can be a team player Even if you don't think a sacrifice fly is when a moth accidentally nosedives into a candle. Tip number three, there's a sport for everyone. Many people don't like to participate in work-sponsored sports because they feel they can't excel as well as their colleagues in the big three office sports. Softball, football, usually flag football, or basketball. And I totally understand. I like to think that I can hang with softball and football, but basketball is hardly my forte. In fact, if promotions were handed out based on success on the basketball court, I'd still be an intern cleaning out coffee grounds from the kitchen sink. Wait, I take that back. I would be that intern's intern. Luckily, I've yet to run into this problem. But if you can't succeed at any of the available sports at your job, there's nothing wrong with launching another suitable sport at your job. Many companies have expanded their sports programs to activities outside those big three. To include games like kickball dodgeball broomball bowling golf and tennis to name a few this is done to make games more accessible for more employees and not just for the 6'5 accountant who thinks he can dunk over everyone when you allow alternative office sports it makes everyone feel more involved and not just from the sidelines so if you find yourself not digging their current list of sporting activities at your office bring up alternatives to management and see what they think chances are You are not the only one who is worried about striking out in front of the entire company, but who can roll a mean strike at the bowling alley. So, do you have a great story about the office sports at your job? Post all the details in the comment section below. As always, if you have another Manners question, I love hearing from you. So please, drop me a line at manners.quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide tips for a more polite life. Thanks again, and take care.
1: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out, to the later years of still figuring it out.